Sorry, I forgot the intro. Ah, that's right. Hello, We're now experiencing technical now. difficulties. <laughs> this is Adam, and I forgot the intro, which isn't supposed to be happening, but it, it, it's I gotta blow the rust off. So it's our name for a reason. Yeah, it's our name for a reason. Tonight Living we the brand. are doing uh, a session zero for a campaign I am tentatively calling uh, Space Fantasy Rain. Um, I'm not going to say anything more than that. But it's not gonna. It's not gonna be subtle, is what I'm saying. When we get to where we're going, it's not gonna be subtle. Um. Anyway, we're gonna do session zero tonight. We're doing character creation, company creation, and setting some ground rules. Uh, tonight we have uh, a set of players who are going to introduce themselves in Discord order. Um, starting with Ethan. Ethan, it's Ethan. Hi. <laughs> well, that was f- amazingly effective. I mean, we don't have characters yet. That's true. That's the whole point. What, what else are we going to introduce ourselves with? Yeah. I don't know, but Greg's up next. It is. It's Greg. Hello. <laughs> Greg, speak up. We like hearing your voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Hello, and... it's Laura. I'm playing. Oh, wait. Jay starts. It's 4L. Sorry. It's true, and the librarian would... You know what? Never mind. It's been a long <laughs> week. It's been a yeah, long week. Uh, Everything is fine. Hi, everyone. I'm Jared, and I will be playing TBD. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's better than Factotum. Wow. It's not hard to be better than Factotum. <laughs> <laughs> well... Hello, everybody. This is Laura. I will be playing with this group as well. Yep. Uh, not appearing tonight is our good friend Dan, who is... Hopefully going to be in the campaign. Hopefully going to be in the campaign. I think might be in Texas. Apparently he's helping people move, which is very nice of him. Um, anyway, we'll see. Life is beautiful. So, just going to kick things off that we were kind of joking around before we went on the recording about whether one should make a company first or characters first. Um, And as you might know, if you bothered listening to our our campaign setting microscope series, uh, that's what the universe we're working in. Uh, You may know if you've listened to any RPPR Rain stuff that Rain is a sort of Renaissance-themed fantasy world of mercenaries and merchants and city-states and empires. We're not using any of that shit. We're, we're using some space fantasy nonsense. Uh, apparently, to travel faster than light, you got to go through wormholes, where the wormholes are weird, so you got to sing space shanties to, to travel safe. Things got weird, okay? Look, really, there's no difference between Renaissance um, company I didn't say there was. Company I didn't say there was. All I'm saying is shit got weird because we've got giant mecha robots and Pokemon. We don't have giant mecha robots. We shot those down because they were impractical and bad uh, for war like they were designed to be. No, they totally appeared in the history. Oh, they appeared briefly in a footnote. (laughs) You gotta work really hard to find the cross-references to get the documents that actually show anything about them. (laughs) Listener. There were giant mecha. They didn't work very well. 
Uh, anyway. One of the absolutely lovely things that came out of the generation of this history was the librarian's militant. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to question my dear partner here, Laura, who has an idea for a character and must now actually spit it out rather than mumbling about it for the last three weeks. Longer. It's been a while. She's had this character concept for a really long time. Well, look. <laughs> first, I was going to totally rip off um, Alana from Tortal, okay? I was totally going to do that thing and, you know, figure out the author first. Huh. Because my brain is weird right yeah. now. And then I had a different idea during Generation, so you know. Yeah, well, that's why we did made up the backstory. Yeah. Anyway, I was thinking... Um, I'd have an, a um, character who is an embedded agent of the Librarian's Militant Acquisition Division. Nice. Sure. And what remind us, mm-hmm. for the listener, uh-huh. what does the Acquisitions Department do? Collect information. So you're saying they're a bunch of fucking spies. I mean, sometimes they just go purchase books. <laughs> I think spies do that, too. Sometimes. Yeah, but... <laughs> Sometimes you actually know that you're funneling information to the library's militant. But no, as an embedded researcher, I'm a cross between like a spy and an anthropologist. Not a spy, an archivist. No, no. totally a oh, fucking fuck. spy. Do you really want me to start ranting about the difference between no. archivists and librarians and how things are actually acquired in libraries? Oh, God, Jared, what have you done? Oh, good. That's an even better reaction than I was expecting. Because I can. This is what I do for a living, okay? Laura, as little as I imagine anyone wants to listen to a Session Zero to begin with, we don't need to to narrow cast anymore. (laughs) (laughs) The one listener. The the singular listener. And they're gone. I'm interested in that rant. (laughs) Are playing in this Session Zero. Exactly. Okay. So... That leads me to the next question. Since we came up with this bloody group, are folks interested in either playing as members of the library's militant? And if not, are you okay with having an embedded spy in your midst who is not working against your purposes, but also has other obligations? Literally playing a steward. Both are fine. A space library. I'd, I'd actually wondered myself whether whether being part of uh, the librarians would make sense for the group, uh, but I, I didn't want to bring it up until I heard where other people's thoughts were. So that would be totally fine. But if you would have more fun being an embedded agent, I have no objections. Not sure. Nice. <laughs> Ethan, what do you think? So I have already rolled to begin my random uh, character creation. Oh, you're going with the random option. Yeah, well, not yeah. I'm going with the life path random dot eleven d ten thing. And uh, thanks to some interesting rolls, uh, I feel like I would fit right in with the concept of uh, a library focused campaign. So yes to that. <laughs> oh, that was fucking easy, Greg. <laughs> Speak now or be a librarian. I am fine with being a librarian. Yay. 
Are we cool with all of us being from the acquisitions department? Bunch of fucking spies. As opposed to? You all know more about the departments than I would, so I trust your judgment. That gives us, I, I think that gives us a sense of purpose. Uh, and like a, like a, I mean, I think if we want to have, I think that's a good idea if we want to have a sense that we have a, like a, a defined mission going into the campaign. Mm-hmm. It's obviously going to change a lot based on, you know, what actually happens in the campaign, but it gives us a good pretext for like getting involved with the plot. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, so now we need to name our company, and we should try and somehow come up with um, an acronym that goes TGC. Or, no, no. or we it's, can just it's a accept, nice to have. It's not a need to have. Or we can just accept that the general way to refer to the library itself is that damn company. Yes. At like least that. by agents in the field when they don't want to like advertise their. Uh, That's very CIA of you. Where it's the hell enough. do you think I got the idea? Legit. There are no new ideas. I just keep remixing old ones, okay? Yeah, that's how it goes. Um, call for the Brood Squad. The Brood Squad. We are the Brood Squad. He is the Brood Squad. Yeah. All right. So sounds good to me. It sounds like you've given quite a bit of thought to uh, the capital L library. Uh, do, do you have ideas for other divisions? Or are you asking I'm I I can't recall exactly everything that we established about them in the course of uh microscope. But oh. I feel like we established a number of things about them. Um please please yeah. you have opened the thing that, where we did the microscope. Please uh find the information about the library. I'm have... looking for it. I'm looking. Oh, you got it. Okay. Okay, the actual name of the library is the Alexandrian Library. Yes. Um, my head cannon that may or may not have gotten into microscope is that there's the regular like library side, mm-hmm. and then there's the military side of it designed to like physically protect the library. Yeah, makes sense. So there is the Alexander Library Intelligence Service, yeah. otherwise known as Alice. Yes, that's right. Um, Alice, thank you. So, I think we're members of Alice. Yes. What happened in order is that during oh God, which period was this? I think it was the History Revisers. They were during the reign of the History Revisers. Um, there was a sequence of events that led to the establishment of the Alexandrian Library, uh, mostly because the uh, History Revisers tried desperately to you know, make the world their the correct way for reasons. Bunch of fucking fascists. Um, and then, because they were decided to go after the Alexandrian Library, they became the librarian, the librarian militant. Um, and they just needed to protect information. And somewhere during that history, they 
were raided by a group of really fucking scary yahoos mm-hmm. uh, who attempted to erase all information about said yahoos, which led to the establishment of Alice, the Alexandrian Library Intelligence Service, which continues to the present day, hundreds of years later. Because, holy shit, it's space. So I think we're um, Alice Acquisitions Division. Um, because obviously Alice is going to have, like, um, analytics division as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, and collections. Acquisitions and, no. Acquisitions, analytics, and collections. They are three different. Yes. Cool. Collections are the assassins, listener. Okay, that that was not clear. <laughs> See, that 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 was actually the uh, the joke I meant to be making with archivist. Uh, I, I I I was assuming that archivist would be <laughs> okay. The, no, the code term for an assassin because analytics they... and archive and archivers. So they're all A's. Oh yeah, no, that's fair. It's fair. The collections division is, you know, the people in the library who actually take care of like the information in the Build library. Up. Yeah. But legit. And and the assassins are called archivists because they uh move items to permanent storage. <laughs> wow. This is gonna be a whole campaign of library jokes. You have Two librarians in this game. <laughs> Two? Who's the other one? Ethan. Oh. <laughs> yep. Not only that, but Ethan is also a cataloger. Yep. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Narrow cast the game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I swear to God, if you don't let Dana know this exists in the universe, I'm going to be so mad at you. Let Dana know. Dana is one of uh, Laura's friends from graduate school. They work in L.A. for Disney or Pixar. Or something. They got their dreams out, basically. Anyway. Since we've now established that uh, we are agents of Alice. Ethan, what what did you mean that you're the, the, the... 11d10 roll makes you think you'd fit right in. I am okay. So, so what I got as uh, as my rolls, uh, so it, it's uh, dear listeners, it's basically a life path system. Uh, the sets that I got determine my uh, my professions, my professional experience, and then like the other ones, I haven't actually d- d- do a bunch of events and I haven't actually gone through and started them. But my professions, I have a three wide set of twos and a three wide set of sevens and those are my only sets which means that my professions are cut purse which is a uh which is like the mid-range like criminal like rogue profession and sage (laughs) which is like the mid-range uh like smart guy no stuff uh profession so basically you have literally rolled an archivist I I literally well I steal acquisitions I, I steal information oh, yeah. from that's, and, that's uh, true things from things from people so I'm I'm actually very good for this concept as a 
as a uh, sneak thief who knows who steals information. Wow, that's serendipitous. Yeah. Well, that was easy. Is there more we have to do about the company before we do characters? No. We don't we don't even have to do goals yet? Nope. Okay. That's what cooperative generation's all about. Okay. Um and so just so people are aware of how this works, the life path system random character generation in Rain is you roll eleven D ten. It's a crap ton of dice. You look for you know, it's one roll engine, so you look for sets. And the width of the set is the number of dice in that set. So three threes is a set of a a set of height three and width three. Nice and easy. Um, and yeah, it's very fast. Uh, then any quote waste dice you get is the thing. You then use. For a bunch of other shit. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, I'm kind of going through it right now. Majesty's personal cobbler. Well, okay. All right. Greg, how are you doing? Are you going to do it this way? Yeah. Uh, I will make my roll. Using my red market sty and Yay. extra dice. That one tilted. Let's see what we got. Yeah, exciting. Uh, <laughs> counting dice. So I'm going to try to fill some dead air. <laughs> Two, Filling the dead so, air. Um, okay, how do you decide which so you sort them out uh, in your in your sets, mm-hmm. and then uh, on page twenty five of the yep. rules thing, it'll show you what uh, what. So each each number corresponds to a particular uh, mm-hmm. profession path. So if you have so a three I'm- if you have a three set or a four set or a five set, like like width. You get you get whatever is at that level plus every level below it. Okay. So I got uh, two by ten, two by nine, two by six, and three by one. Ooh. Damn. That's a lot of sets. Yeah. <laughs> Way more sets than me. <laughs> Say that again. Two by ten. Two by nine. Two, two by, by six. Nine. Three by one. Damn. Okay. And a seven and a three. So you got so, no you got some noble, you got some the magic. Uh, some magic. The magic. You got some fighting and you got some begging. <laughs> so I <laughs> a I, lot more. I add all of these stats to my um character. That's what you do. Okay. So this will be more hot hot. Jack of all trades. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's me. Are we really surprised by this? You know, you need at least one. 
so are are you going to be our bard then? Because you know, since 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 space travel does rely on shanties, we will need one. Singer, perhaps. We'll 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 see what my final stats are once I get them all sorted out. Yeah. And then what were your extras? Uh, seven and a three. Uh, so you could have rescued an injured animal and be in a love triangle. <laughs> Sorry. The love triangles is always, have you tried polyamory? Yeah, I know. Or you could be someone who got spurned and have a magnificent garden. Or from chart C, you could have star-crossed lovers or an unlikely education. I'll, I'll figure that out last. So I don't see where status is on this um, the template. Uh, let me take a look. So... Okay, come on. That's the puppy. And there's also not sword, but does that just go under weapon? I think it just goes under weapon. Okay. Uh, you might need to look up the skill and see. You can also just add it. Yeah. Um, my thinking, and we still need to figure this out, mm-hmm. is that driving a ship will need to be a pilot like coordination pilot i added pilot in here for that reason uh skill uh but yeah that's gonna be a thing and then you'll have to add under knowledge student if you add student colon whatever you're a student Um, yeah, it seems like sword is just under weapon. Uh, cool. So could I flavor that to, like, rifle for this plane of existence? Uh, you can do rifle. You could do a vibra sword. You could do... You're not allowed to do a lightsaber, because we're not allowed to have Jedi. No. Disney would be cranky. Well, fuck Disney. I know. Um, the Empire of Content. The, oh, I had my mic off. That's why you weren't hearing what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> oh my. Uh, I don't know how long I had that off. Okay. Sorry. So <laughs> I think the idea is, so like combat is pretty abstract in this system. Mm-hmm. So as long as whatever it is sort of like makes sense narratively or like it's similar enough. So for example, I have dagger. I could flavor that as something more high tech, like a, a poison needle or a, you know, a, a, a electrical shocker thing or whatever as long as it like is something that you would use in the same way that you would use a dagger it makes sense does this smell do the same sort of thing that daggers do which is say attack people close up and in concealed manners student i'm gonna be a student of something so i'm not it says i have five ranks of student let me see In whichever fields you choose. So I guess I can split that up under over multiple fields if I want to. Yes. And like all knowledge skills, they are fundamentally useless until you absolutely need them. 
Uh, yeah. Status is uh, advantage. It is an advantage. So it goes under your advantage as an esoteric discipline. Okay, uh, I think I would like to take student history, which seems like it's going to be important since yeah, there's a legit. lot of historical background here. So I'm going to take three points of that and two points in student uh, data formats. Also useful. Also good. Jared, how's it going over there for you? Uh, I have not rolled yet uh, because I wasn't sure if we were all going the uh, the way of of random rolling or if or well, if there should be some point by. I'll be honest. Uh, I haven't given an, that much thought to the point by, so it might be better for me to just roll, um, unless there's roll. a skill set that we really want to make sure that we have covered. And Laura, we can I don't also know do it you... more than once. What's that? You can also just random roll more than once. If you guys want to do random roll, you should do random roll, and I will do point by. Okay. I think random. Personally, I find random roll more fun, and I feel like it gives you like a way to get character inspiration without having yeah. to. Yeah. Like, sure. Have I, mean, I have already. various ideas. I I had a thought of maybe like a, a combat engineer who does weird things with drones. And tech salvage could totally fit in with our our uh, company concept since we're tech salvage. So far, apparently, all acquisitions. Although I think that there's a, a a solid implication that that archives may be involved somewhere along the line. Uh, just being well, a fucking assassin is totally interesting, <laughs> and in keeping with the theme. Yeah. No. I. Our, Look, I'd already been sometimes wondering about archives archive, before we had a name for them. Sometimes archives sends out bodyguards with the acquisitions True. team. Yep, yep. Sometimes they just send somebody out with acquisitions, just in case. Are they there to protect the acquisitions people? No. Do they I, happen to do that sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. I had contemplated a military background shanty bard aspirator. <laughs> uh, although I think, again, I think our minor noble there probably fits the bill better uh, if it is of interest. Yeah. So you know what? Let's. I'm just uh, going to go ahead and roll the dice, and we'll see what happens. And if for some reason we are unhappy with uh, the the party we end up with, I'm willing to rebuild a second character with point by to fit whatever niche we are missing at the end. We can also do that. Uh, and keep in mind. Store uh, these character concepts. Because one of the beautiful things about Rain is that if I TPK you fuckers, you should have some backup characters. Of course. True. Because the company lives on. Uh, that goddamn company. Well, then it's a good thing that I've thought of uh, multiple character concepts that might come into play. Um, so Sorcerer's Apprentice gets you three sorcery or one sorcery and two spells, depending on how you do magic in this system. Another Wait, interesting session zero question. How would you like to address it? Is it possible since magic. most of this would probably be under command? Um, could it be, say, a literal command for, say, a friendly cockfighting animal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what, you motherfucker? 
if you want to have some Pokemon, you need to have some animal handling. In yep, addition that's true. To sorcery. In addition to the sorcery, you can have your Pokemon. I was going to say sorcery become plus three sorcery becomes plus three training under command. I like that idea. I love it. Okay. Okay, so I have uh, I have a roll. Uh, Not great. <laughs> um, I have two ones, two threes, two eights, a two, a five, a six, a seven, and a nine. Well, sounds good. Bad, actually. What's that? <laughs> Not bad. No. Oh, let's let's hold. Let's uh let's take a look and find out. Okay, so two two times one, uh, lowly beggar, uh, plus one sense, plus one run, plus one dodge, plus plus two plead, plus one sight. That's not bad. Okay. Uh, two threes is street entertainer. Street entertainer, charm, fascinate, perform, and jest. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, two eights is, is squad leader. The squad leader, command, ride, inspire, fight, and tax. Holy fuck. You got it's your astrogator. The, it's, it's the military It's the military astrogator bard. Yep. You rolled it. It's yours. Nice. Fuck. Perform. Ow. Okay. I think okay. should be. I think I should be um, creating the person who can um, haggle and charm their way through people and tech just as well. Are you saying you need to make a face hacker? No, I'm saying I need to make a negotiator. Uh, I think you should roll 11d10 and see what happens. Okay, but if it doesn't Ow. go how I want, I'm going back to point by. That's I'm fair. okay with that if Adam's okay with that. Yeah, the damn no. dice. Now just I, throw the damn dice in the. So dice remind roll. me, what do I do with these five singletons that didn't match to anything? Okay, okay. so for the singletons, there are a set of tables. So right, starting on page twenty-six, oh, and, and we the, can just pick any of those tables and assign. Yeah, so there's three. The yeah, dice. just. Stuff that sounds cool and that gets you toward kind of a character build that makes sense for you. Well, let me start by recording the stuff that we already have, and then I'll figure out where to assign my singletons. I'm I'm writing these down to be helpful. I'm writing my professions and my events down in the blank space below the character sheet under stats and skills, just to try to keep track of things here. Mm -hmm. Because I got because I got like five of these uh, events to choose from, and I want to make sure I choose stuff that makes sense together. 3d6, 3d7. 1, 2, 4, 5, 9. 6 is Veteran Warrior. Ooh. And Canny Sage. And... Okay, that's the other half of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> is there a problem with being Obi-Wan Kenobi? You just said you needed a negotiator. Um, Aggressive negotiations! Yes, but... <laughs> Yes, but do we have anybody who can like actually talk to people? Yes, yes. <laughs> one in fascinate, two in grace, one in jest. That's pretty okay. good. Okay, good. I have two you talk to people and stand charm. behind you and look intimidating. 
I guess. One command to inspire. I think I think we're doing okay for 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 face skills. Not maybe not optimal, but we, we've got some face skills in here. That gives me body and knowledge. A warrior scholar. Oh man, definitely not a Jedi. F you! I can't command any Pokemon, and you won't let me have laser swords. If you want, look, motherfuckers. There are canonical Pokemon in this universe. Y'all can figure it out. Oh my god. Chart B. Imprisoned. Maybe you were locked up for your political views. Maybe you were in a prison camp after your cowardly general surrendered. In any event, you were jailed somewhere crowded and unpleasant. Okay. She's literally making Obi-Wan now. Like, uh-huh. I can make this match, Legends. <laughs> um, so if I take Rescued and Injured Animal, that gives me plus two student animal training. Yes! Um, so would that effect, if, if I do it as I originally, as we originally discussed, would that give me a plus five in animal training? Is that too absurd? I think that's a lot to have at CareGen. But right. it is not, it's not over the maximum. Like, you can only have up to five. Um, would it make more sense to replace that sorcery skill then with something that um, else? Oh, shit. no. There is one thing that I am missing. Well, I think what you should do with it, Greg, is turn it into like profession trainer or something mm-hmm. with the understanding that what you're training are definitely not pocket monsters. And we do need to come up with an in-universe name for these, because I, otherwise I will end up calling them Pokemon, and we will get DCMA'd. <laughs> well. Um, I can't even call them Digimon. Well, I mean, we could just borrow from Kyle and Cat and call them Gene Pals. Like, no! That's a good idea! I mean, I was already planning on just making my friend Pep Pup, because of course... <laughs> you're a Beastmaster. Gene pals. Call them beasts. No, gene pals. Because this universe has a whole lot of extra, like, genetic twiddling to make the races um, biologically compatible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, they made spare pets, and those spare pets are obviously designed to be hyper-intelligent and deadly, because why, why wouldn't you do that? Don't forget to check out Star Streamers and specifically the Gene Pals supplement by Yay. Games. Da, 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 da. Um, may just so like, may may I make a request? Sorry to butt in. No, mm-hmm. listening. In squad leader, given that that we that we have astrogation, can I swap ride for pilot? Yes, absolutely. All right, I think that makes more sense. And in fact, we need somebody to have it. <laughs> Let's see. Survive hideous occult ritual. Right that sounds One wrong. thing I don't have is direction, which is a slight problem. <laughs> you don't need I'm direction. Ho- you can just sing it. Wait, is there any I'm hoping that I can like... find direction in one of my... Uh... Turn around and push some other things up? Or is it just life path? 
It's just life. There's a, there's an alternate way of using the dice mm -hmm. that's more complicated than either point by or life path. I took one look at it. And I'm like, Greg, why did you include this? This is dumb. All right. So I get plus one body. <laughs> that goes up to two. Question. If yes. you got a time. Counterspelling. So uh, in the written description of the counterspell uh, thing, counterspell is basically defense against magic. Uh-huh. Uh, he recommends that, uh, depending on the structure of the campaign setting that you're using, uh, it's a, it's the sort of thing that might you you might rethink whether it's useful or not. So, what do we think about counterspell? I just so, have a thing that could give me it. My thinking is that Alice, as the only organization that has ever actually dealt with the Immortal Masters, mm -hmm. has a low-key training program where they teach people based on the vids from the incursion what they think will work as counterspelling. And that's okay. what you know. Well, I have yeah. survived hideous occult ritual as a uh, <laughs> as a uh, an event that I've un undergone. Uh, or there could be other flavors of magic. Just because there's blood magic doesn't mean there's not other flavors. Of yeah, magic. we didn't we didn't put that in in microscope. I thought we we like explicitly said that blood magic was the only fucking with reality. Well, it doesn't necessarily no have telepathy. to be magic magic. Like there's a lot of I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff that could conceptually fall under this. I think we said that there can be elemental magic. Oh, no mind. And the hell, counterspelling could be a tech skill. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you could make counterspelling into um, counterhacking if you want. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be useful. Yeah, well, maybe, uh, that, maybe that could be my sorcery, my plus three sorcery. Maybe I could turn that into like a tech skill. Yeah, yeah sure. Sense. Yeah, if you wanted to, because like they're basically the same thing, right? Right. It's all sorcery, all the way. Yeah, around. since we're especially since we're in science fantasy, so it's like yeah. Um, other people with weapons. Um, mm -hmm. What weapons have you taken? <laughs> I have. Uh, I have one. I've one uh, point in uh, in dagger, and that's okay. all my weapons. <laughs> huh, great, Greg. Did you have any weapon? I do have one point of weapon. What What are you taking? Um, if I'm really just rebuilding Kurt in the system, I'm going to take whip. <laughs> Nice. Okay. I, I think. Oh I thought, God! I, I, I had some I sword or something. Years. I have an option it's for speed. Sword, I haven't but... taken yet. Uh, an option for speed. Yeah, I, I have an option to have points in spear. I haven't taken it yet, but in yeah. terms of weapons, one of one of my random dice could give me points in spear. In other words, I think we're all close range. Although spears, I guess. I take blasters and have both long and short range. Um. Okay. Ah, so Jared. Yes. If you really want to, you can just have a fucking um, vibro spear. A vibro knife at the end of a stick. That makes sense. Or 
You can carry a fucking rifle. <laughs> Laura. Yes. Same thing. Take a rifle or take a sword? Yeah, like... Pick one. Like I have fight and weapon. Oh. If they get close enough, I'm just punching them in the nose. Followed up by a throat strike. Okay? Yeah, that seems reasonable. And and right now, uh, just based on my background, uh, I have one in fight. So I, I'm, I guess I already have uh, a close range option. Find some of these advantages because I have like possession. Uh, um, advantages. There it, oh, there it is. On page forty. Gotcha. Thank you. I don't have value. Don't make the possession a shit. That's out of the range of what you can afford as an individual character. Okay. Well, I have possession four. So let me look at. Guys, for your knowledge, I'm your medic. Oh, good. It's always good to have a medic. Five ranks of student. Where does student go under? I have a plus four possession. Oh, student goes under... um, Student goes under knowledge. And it's the one that's like a specialized thing. So I have student. I have three points in student history and two points in student data formats. All right, you've got the history covered. Um, I'll take student uh, strategy and tactics or strategy and logistics. On is is logistics covered under strategy, or do you want me to take them separately? They're different skill sets. Okay. Okay. So I can get something that's like a five-ish. Uh, Where in the book does it describe what fool lucky is? There are advantages. I think it's around page what twenty. If you just if you if you control F, you'll there you, it is. You can find it. <laughs> you can re-roll a pool, but it costs an XP every time you do it, and you can only do each pool once. Yep. And you have to accept the second result even if it's worse than the first. Holy yep. hell, that's a lot of qualifiers. Yes, but it leads to amazing... That couldn't have happened that way! Let me re-roll it! Oh, oh no, it couldn't have happened that way. It was much worse. Uh, Ethan, do you mind if I duplicate history with you? That's fine. We can both know stuff about history. I feel like it's going to come up a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you know, yep. I just shouldn't take strategy or tactics because those are already knowledge skills. Yeah. They told me to be a student instead. So, you know. So I'm not I'm not going to take a ship. Um, no, I, I'm literally telling you, you cannot take a ship. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to. Trying to get a sense of what a four to five. It's like it's like the sort of thing that like a would be worth about around the same thing as a small boat or like a medium sized house or a pretty nice house. Is what a four possession should be worth. So what sort of thing could I have that would be interesting for the campaign? 
and would be that fancy. Um, could I have... Oh, could I have... That might, this might be fun. I have an idea. Let me see what you guys think. So those giant, uh, impractical, uh, giant fighting robots. Surely some people maintain them just as a hobby like people do for classic cars, right? <laughs> They're in the universe. What if I had one of those? It's not like I use it for combat. It's not going to win any wars or fights or anything. You know what, Ethan? I'm going to give this to you. But it's not going to be one of those motherfucking Gundams. No, no, no. no. This is going to be like the same size, but it's space fantasy. So it's it's more, you know, ridiculous. <clears throat> Something like loader sized. Mm -hmm. Are we talking aliens get off my ship bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are we talking modern exosuits for farmers in Japan? Bigger, bigger than that. Mm -hmm. um, up to the size of like 15, 20 feet high. And if it was an actual weapon of war, would have been fitted out with something that's basically a main ta battle tank cannon. Yeah. But, but yours, because this is the one that you could get off the market, this was a scout bot. Yeah. So it's fast as shit. That's what I'm thinking. Vintage scout robot suit. <laughs> mecha suit. Mecha suit. Scout mecha suit, yes. All right, and this is... Working as sorcery in this universe? So there's three things that are apparently magic in uh -huh. this universe. One is explainable by the advanced genetic science. Uh -huh. That's our, what are we calling them, Greg? Uh, gene pals. Gene pals. The gene pals are basically magic. Hmm? Chimera, that should not exist. But do. Why the fuck does that one's lizard tail light on? What is going on here? Why does that dog have electrical powers? Exactly. Why is that rat trying to shock me? I don't understand what's happening. Um, one is the blood magic, the immortal masters, which we don't have access, which to. you do not have access to. Okay. And the last is elemental magic that the his the history revisers tried to drive out mm -hmm. of knowledge mm -hmm. is not commonly practiced mm -hmm. but some people know a little bit okay it is most available when you are on planet uh -huh. and have i am just making this shit up as i go along where and, does it go where uh, does sorcery go as the skill oh sorcery goes under um oh it's not on here oh shit i think this is one of those things where he said it it, it do whatever makes sense for your campaign. Yeah, I okay. Got say that. a nine. And on chart nine, 
chart A, that is a mystic experience. I experienced something that fundamentally changed the way I looked at the world. I'm going to be a fire elemental. Elementalist. Element, a fire elementalist that mostly uses it to work with my outstanding cook abilities. <laughs> oh my god. Nice. This is the cobbler shit from the last rain campaign. Okay. No, no this is the beavers. This is the no. It's both. It's it's both. Okay, okay that so goes under knowledge. Knowledge. Okay. It changed the way you think. I am ch- swapping it out for counterspell just so I have somewhere to put it in the. I mean, it could also just increase the number of boxes. She doesn't want to deal with that. Um, yes, but it also gives me eerie. Where the heck is eerie? Eerie is under sense. Eerie is under sense. Yes. I understand weird shit about magic things happening that shouldn't be. But it does push my knowledge up to three. That's nice. My lore up to three, not my knowledge. Okay. Now I also gotta figure out where to put cook. Knowledge, probably? It's totally knowledge. Okay, not like coordination. Um, I mean, it, no, that's it, fair. It's obviously, cross discipline here for yeah. knowledge. I, I, if I get put it under coordination. Okay, it's definitely not command. I, I'd be a better cook if it was under knowledge than coordination. So you know, I'm not trying to rules uh, lawyer this. Um, so for status. I have level one status, which is minor squire, village sage, knight, certified instructor of some skill or other. Um, if I'm really just driving this um, car off the railing, Thelma and Louise style, um, would um, Gene Pal champion, league champion? Sure. Work for L1? Sure. I don't. Is expert cook an advantage instead of a skill? Well, where, where where was it? Um, it's effect plus five. Expert. Expert is no. Expert is is what? Expert is a no. Is a no. Okay. I then I have to move it. Yeah. Okay. Looking for. I the... also ended up taking um. Love triangle as my other <laughs> yes number out. So, um, Laura, if you want me to be a talk person, I now have literally at least a one in every charm stat. I well, and I'm also beauty. Not getting three. any of the the charm stuff. So you talk. I I stand there and know things. Monster. Maybe I drink too. In- Funnily enough, I have a two in command, but no numbers in any of the command stats. That's well, okay. I no. have perform and inspire. I, I can do command stuff for you if you need me to. So I have a question. One, one of the uh, things I have an option to get is plus three throw. I don't see throw on anything. The fuck is throw? Throw. Let's find that. Control F, throw. <laughs> Boy, am I really gonna want to like throw XP at things to about this character? 
throw up on a foreign head of state. That's not what we're looking for. Uh, Lion stealth would be really good to get. Shoot or throw something you can't see. I will see. There's a lot of usage of the word throw in this document. Uh, Maybe I should skip that one just on the basis that I'm not entirely sure what it does. Actually, you know what? I probably should skip that one anyway because I see something that probably makes more sense. And do we have a heavy yet? Just to be clear. Think uh, I'm the heavy? Yeah, weirdly no, enough. <laughs> body two, end one, fight two, parry two, run one. Part B. <laughs> Jackal, I'm not going to fight. <laughs> just gives a shit ton of skills. Which one? It does. I mean, it takes away my master die in, like, my native language. Yeah, that's really fucking important. So I don't I, often play the strong, yeah. silent types who can't talk. Huh? Raised by beavers, it is. Okay, I'm not sure about the beavers thing. <laughs> and do we have anybody who's really good at sense? If uh, I, it would be good if somebody was good at sense. I'm okay, just going to say that. In that case, if, I think I've, I've made a couple of decisions. Because I was trying to decide what to do with my two. I was choosing between robbed and imprisoned. Uh, I th- but I think, I, I think I'm going with robbed. Uh, which just straight up gives me plus one sense. Uh, which is good, because I still don't have any points in direction, so at least I have a decent default. Uh, I'll I take Raise those. Wild, which is chart C number one. I will get Hearing and Sight and Endurance. Also, Expert Throwing, more knowledge. Good Christ. And Laura, what what did you say your your body skills are at? Since you're nominally our heavy, my body's two, my fight is two, and my parry is three. Good. That's it. I am much more knowledgeable. Well, I was also considering press ganged, which is plus <laughs> one body and the craving to beat up sailors, <laughs> which we're bringing into the game as is. I want to be clear. <laughs> well, sailors could be understood very broadly. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just wet Navy sailors. You want to fuck with anybody who serves on a ship that's not yours. I, I was Ow. considering it. Doubly our, so our if we fights need... are going to be legendary. Yeah. Doubly okay. so if we need more of a heavy. Guys, I would like y'all's input. Yeah, it's either can... that or I got stranded. You and I have a lot of similar numbers here. Yes. Um. Oh, jeez. My four is not very useful. Oh, hey, you're worried about um direction? I I can totally get some student navigation and direction for you. Well, for me, but you know. Anyway, do folks want to deal with me not having a master die for my native language in exchange for a lot of sense skills? I don't really have an opinion. Like, how much, how likely are the native language things going to come up? I feel like we're going to be able to throw hand wavium through the ship Uh at 
a lot of language questions. Okay. Um, I may want you all to do that as a part of the asset construction okay. for the ship, that you have a universal translator if you go that direction. Because um, my other options are to get, like, Plead, Dodge, and Run, or Wealth, Lie, and Stealth. So, uh, let me see. Yeah, I, I gotta go with the, the heavy stuff here. Raised Wild it is! All right. Yes, but Raised Wild by what? It can't be beavers, and it can't be wolves. I was Raised Gene Wild Bell. by a um, a small isolationist sect of the original stock was not human. They they've spliced a lot in there. They're they're not really close to their original stock anymore, but I am. Except for the, like the super soldier enhancement type stuff. <laughs> We'll work on it. We'll work on it in group. Small, isolated cult. Sounds good. That uses their own language. Okay. It okay. doesn't have much contact. You're a brinker. I'm a brinker or I'm a Mandalorian. Well, you've done it. Way. You've made Obi-Wan. I said! <laughs> I was not, you know, trying to hide this. Nice. Ay, ay, ay. I don't even know where. All right, we're, we're doing this. We're going with press gang. I don't have a master die in my language. Anyway. That does remind me. Everyone needs to make sure that you note that you have a master die in language. Oh, that's right. Because you do. Can I take multiple languages? Yes. Like, yes. Because, you know, not have a master die in my native language. But you would need to take language multiple times. And then take more languages to deal with this plus three. So, like, have two in, like, the common trade tongue. And one in some esoteric um, language that archivists, well, that the acquisitions and cataloging department are really the only ones who read into. I'm down with it. You can you can flavor it however you want. Funny. All right, so I think I'm done with my character. I'm about cool. done with mine as well. So I want to take a look at these and bring up Ethan. So Greg, what I see for you, you've got the master die for language. Um. I feel like folks are a little underpowered on their attribute. Well, Ethan has charm three, so I'm sure that's going to be helpful. Charm Holy shit! Coordination two. four. Yeah, coordination oh, four. That's where my I'm. I'm envious, dude. Um. I, so I ended up with. Um, I ended up with uh, plus one for my sneak thievery. Uh, and, uh, and then I got one from an event. Yeah. Ooh. How, mm, how valuable, how, how valuable is a five point patron? Uh, seriously valuable. Like it's like a minor King. Pretty much. I have the, the option of getting a five point patron. 
it's the top, it's the highest ra- rating of of patron possible. Pretty great. It's a high roller. I have a concept for my backstory here. I think. Okay. I, um. Oh, so, what what kinds of things can a patron do? I'm gonna look this up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, when you uh, get there, make sure to put it on like so that we can all know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I um I am like, I feel like I started out in like a pretty high social class, or I've had a lot of dealings with people who are high social class. I think. Um. So my concept is because I have a lot like I don't have a lot of wealth. I have a I have one point of wealth. So a little bit. Uh, and I don't have any of those like noble professions. So I don't think I was actually in that social class. So maybe I was like a servant to that class or something. But I've done something really like nice. I basically saved someone's life, like someone really important. Um, and that's how I get the five point patron. And I also got an unexpected windfall, which is plus four possession and plus one wealth. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe both those things happened in the same time. Like I saved somebody who was willing to just, just, um, you know, <laughs> reward me handsomely. Uh, and I think maybe that's in the course of my survived hideous occult ritual uh, experience. So I, me and some unfortunate very important person were caught up in a uh in a hideous occult ritual and uh we managed to get out of it and i managed to save their life uh which is why they're my patron and why they gave me a vintage scout mecha suit (laughs) and plus one well i'm down with it was it one of the um the librarian directors. I, uh, if it wants to be somebody in our organ, it could either be somebody in our organization or it could be somebody outside of our organization. I don't know which makes more sense. I, I'm kind of like, okay with the Alexandrian library being basically the best and worst simultaneously mm-hmm. of old European universities mm-hmm. mixed with, you know, the East India Trading Company. Okay. So it can, and you could take that either in highly innovative, uses money to its advantage, but and seeks knowledge to the exclusion of all else, and hideously corrupt, weirdly hierarchical for no good reason, badly bureaucratic loses things in the weirdest little holes. Okay, can we take the last three of those and not the first? <laughs> what was the first? Actually, intensely hierarchical? No, intensely hierarchical seems corrupt. reasonable for a library corrupt? that has a military order attached. Yeah. I always figured it was more of a military that grew out of a library. But okay. It's still a military. Yes. Okay, so uh, speaking of, so I went and looked up patron, so you, you asked for it to be on mic. Uh, got someone thinking about you, advising you, and to some extent protecting you. This could be a meddling parent, an employer, or simply a person to whom you've become useful. In any event, it's someone who's in a position to aid you. Uh, the five-point example is powerful and influential wizard or minor king. 
Uh, note, this is not quite the wonderful setup it may appear. While you have your patrons' resources to draw upon, the cost is that you are one of them. Patron expects things of you. The nature of this expectation depending, of course, on the nature of your relationship. A king who favors a knight will trust him with lots of important missions. A wizard who aids you may need you to perform some quest that she cannot complete herself for whatever reason. Even that village chief may call upon you for aid when he's in danger from a bandit gang or a corruption investigation, perhaps. Our, by chance, <clears throat> you're, you're not our, our negotiator person, but by chance, could you be our, the captain of our ship and your patron be, you know, somebody like... The Admiral. Four levels up in, in Alice? That would be oh, helpful. Be. If you take a, if you take patron five and I and I take patron five, we could have the same patron. Yes, we could. Is how how useful is it for us to have two people with patron five? And if it's useful, is it actually more useful for them to have the same patron? I guess that's a good question. I, I feel like that patron is sort of a narrative lever more than anything else. And if it's the same one, it probably wouldn't matter whether one or both of us had it. Right. If it was the same guy, so. I, I want to have patron five. Um, I, I want to be done with my character. <laughs> That's so, legit. That's totally if, legit. If you want to take patron five, you should probably have a different person than me. Right. So that we have two different narrative. Well, uh, I'm debating because I, I could do that or I could narratively lean. I'm trying to figure out what's useful, but also what's narratively interesting. Uh, because while I could uh, have this very potent patron mm-hmm. uh, I could also lean into the fact that I'm apparently something of a bruiser and militarily trained and get the gladiator background giving me plus three in either vibro spear or as Adam suggested rifle uh, the thick headed trait which makes me harder to kill I guess and some martial technique hmm well I don't know. Which one do you think is going to be more interesting for the course of the campaign? I mean, this is the classic Ethan question, right? Like, what what choice produces narrative tension and or hilarity? Yeah. It's not about power. It's about it's about attention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just learned a lot about Ethan's character building uh, uh, thoughts. <laughs> Look, that character building ethos has gotten us some crazy awesome characters everyone goes and stares at nason i would say nason actually was built for power <laughs> that, that was me min maxing <laughs> power was attention in that case <laughs> gladiator does have a certain narrative cohesion to it i, I haven't decided what to do with all of my points but so far I have lowly beggar, street entertainer, squad leader, robbed, and press gang. Uh, in narrative <laughs> order, I think what this means is whatever my character used to be, they were robbed, wound up on the street, started singing for their supper, was found by uh, an unscrupulous ship of some kind who needed an astrogation bard, forcibly recruited, and once we're at that point, uh, also being forced to to fight for survival, a la, uh, 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 
a lot of this gladiator background, kind of flows naturally. Yeah. No, that that's real nice. And then I gotta decide what to do with the other two, because I've got a seven and a nine, and all the nines are weird. It's mystic so experience. Survived hideous occult ritual. <laughs> strange birthmark. You really have come to a strange place in your life. Hideous occult ritual is a... <laughs> it's a winner. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if I don't you take survived hideous occult ritual... It could have been the same hideous occult. <laughs> All the cool kids are surviving hideous occult rituals nowadays. That is a very join cool. us, join <laughs> us. Give me a moment. I'm just looking up what what some of this stuff actually means. Like rabbity, uh, rabbity appears to mean faster movement during combat. Okay, could be useful. Lucky. Once per session, you can re-roll a pool when no matches turn up. Oh, oh damn. That's super powerful. That's very powerful. Mm. Yeah, it is good. So Strange Birthmark gives <laughs> Rabbity, Lucky, and Problem Enemies, which actually also fits in with uh, having been a gladiator and having a chip on, on my shoulder and liking to fight sailors. Maybe I made some enemies. Maybe there's a pirate crew that remembers me and would very much like to stab me. Maybe there's more than one. There's more than one. You know what? Strange Birthmark seems just <laughs> opportune for this character. I, I, I am... My character is a glutton for punishment who just keeps bouncing back from increasingly problematic circumstances. Okay, Jared, what I'm imagining for this character is something out of um, AE, the search for the treasure planet. Um, the absolutely ridiculous um, it was a Disney cartoon, very space fantasy. Treasure planet? Well, treasure planet. planet and AE are two different films. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking Treasure Planet. The 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 space version of Treasure Island? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Treasure Planet. Yeah, that dude. The, the Which dude? Kid, Jim Hawkins. No, 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 no. There's a uh captain in there. Oh, the the cook who's like three quarters cyborg because he keeps getting into fights and losing body parts? Yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh yeah, kinda. Just and my last one is a seven. I just have to decide what that whether that means an unlikely education, uh, a magnificent garden, which has a very similar effect. It's plus five student plants and herbs if instead of plus five students. If you have a magnificent garden else. in our in our ship, if you run the hydroponics in our ship, we can have actually fresh food that I cook. That's true. I actually kind of like the 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 magnificent garden because. I, I've created this rough and tumble. Like my character so far is a bard, but not in the "Hey, sexy lady, what are you doing?" later sense. More in the um, inspiring war chance to keep the going sense. 
uh, and and Performers if, if, my department. Yes. If we have this, he is performing hakas. They're just they shanty yeah, hakas. So if if we have this this gruff, rough and tumble, scarred, grim and gritty bruiser who also happens to love tending to hydroponic tomatoes. Has a beautiful, oh my god, it's not Treasure Planet. Has a beautiful singing voice, too. It's not Treasure Planet. What? It's, um, oh god, oh god. Um, more, more hooks. Jazz, 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 space, jazz, western. Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. It's, it's the jet. Blues, jet. It's Jack. Jet. This jet. is Jet. <laughs> nice. You've made this Jet. This is basically and I'm here Jet. For it. If Jet could listen sing. to our friends thinking too hard about anime with Aaron. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right, Jared, when you're done, I have to tell everybody the, the counterpart to this. Yeah, okay. Greg. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. So I, I, I think I'm done. So just, just to recap, uh, robbed, lowly beggar, street entertainer, press-ganged gladiator, squad leader, magnificent garden, and separately from all this, or maybe not, strange birthmark. That, that is, in more or less narrative order, the background path of my character. That's pretty good. <laughs> Lost everything, sang, sang for their supper, was forcibly recruited to join a ship crew, which they've all been pissed about ever since, which is why they fight with sailors, uh, moved up through the ranks, fighting with their crewmates until eventually they became squad leader at, hopefully, the much more satisfying Alice. The picture I get of this person is that Alice... Some random Alice acquisitions person met you on one of these ships and just went, took one look at you and went, yeah, you're coming with me. <laughs> and you, and I just adopted you and not, not kidnapped you, adopted you. I mean, they paid your bill. Possibly because they knew something about that weird birthmark that I've never given two thoughts to. Six and one, half dozen, the other. Yeah. You want Greg to go next? I would love Greg to go next. Okay. Greg, do you feel like going next? Sure. What do you need? Tell us your character. Regale us with their background and how this all goes together. So, again, uh, since I've accidentally created another character from another game, from another plane of existence, um, uh, Kurt grew up poor, and uh, all he wanted in life was a good friend to have. So one day he managed to find his most favoritist Gene Pal Pep Pup, and actually became a Gene Pal champion. Um, Did he, in fact, collect them all? Oh, no. He doesn't need to as Pep Pup. Got the one. He's only got the one. One's all you need. <laughs> One's all you need. Um, over the course of being a bit more downtrodden, he managed to lose an eye, uh, find love, but um, between uh, two different people. But uh, the rival he ended up defeating to become a champion um, was so bitter about losing that... Uh, he managed to sow seeds of doubt into the other two member two points of the triangle. So uh, he's lost his loves and now hates his enemy, his rival, even more. 
Um, once you become champion, there's really nothing else to do. So I think between the wealth and the status, he, uh, I'm, I'm envisioning like ended up becoming like a patron of the Alexandrian library. And like he uh, wandered into the Alexandrian library one day and he's like, and used it or and used like it? donated money. Donated. Nice. And used because he actually has these, he has lore and computers and above one knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think in becoming a patron for Alexandria, um, because he is a capable fighter in addition to being a capable gene pal trainer. Um, he got recruited for Alice as an asset for all of his various skills. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, he's like really hot. Like, not the hottest you can possibly be, but, like, one rank below that. Noticeably hot. <laughs> Noticeably beautiful. You get Greg, I'm, I'm imagining your character is, instead of um, whatever his name is from Pokemon, instead, Ash. instead of Ash, you have grown-up Ash. But instead of Ash, he's Italian. Northern Italian. Beautiful. Doesn't even lift weights. He's just beautiful. Strides down the beach, and all of the ladies and many of the men notice him immediately. But he is above well, that. He is so, simply so, beautiful. So Gary, then? No, I mean, kind <laughs> of. But Gary is also a tool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he is though. Have you seen That's the anime? True. Yeah. Also, um, there is official art for my boy from the other hey. plane of existence. So exciting! And can art for Peppa, sweet, glorious Peppa. Can, can you put Everyone. it in the in the channel? Yeah. Yeah. Active game chat. Oh, active game chat. Uh, we do not oh, have nice. cat aliens in this plane of existence, so maybe I'll be one of the bug races. Nice. Oh yeah, what's the name of the bug race? Uh, so we have two. There's like the crab guys and the bug guys and the human guys. There are three main. So that we have the Murnau and the Uridians. Murnau is who they want them. I'm pretty sure they. Yeah, the Murnau are the bug guys. The ones that usually have uh, sound based names. Yes. So uh-huh. I'm going to be a Murnau if that's okay with you guys. Oh, yeah. I, I was planning on being Murnau as well. Although, so. uh, in the sense that, like, we're in the post-gene mingling phase, so, like, everybody kind of has uh, a, a an assortment of different, like, genetic oh, yes. types. But I'm a primary, I'm primarily Murnau, and uh, my name is Silent Reading. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. Adam? Can I ditch one or two points of fight so that I have some athletics? Why? Because this is ridiculous. I disagree. Well, I know what my expertise going towards. How is it ridiculous? 
I'm really not. <laughs> I didn't want to be. Anyway. I think I'm the boxer. Uh, I'm gonna get to the second. Look, you'd probably be more successful at it. Alright, I'm playing Tema Miles, a human base, who was uh, raised wild by an isolated kind of weapons cult. I wouldn't say military cult, I am saying weapons cult. Which is where I got my veteran warrior from. But after the um, group cohesion was not so much, mm. um, the uh, ship I uh, hitched a ride on um, didn't do so well in finding where we were supposed to go. Um, yeah, yeah, it went terribly, terribly wrong. Um, we, we ended up somewhere we weren't supposed to. Hmm. Which is how I know never to get on a ship with uh, somebody who's the astro-navigator who can't sing all that well. Yep. Um, but yeah, um, where I, I wound up um, wasn't so great. And my uh, trying to get my way to the next port uh, kind of meant I ended up imprisoned. Ooh. Um, it, yeah, they, they weren't so big on, like, uh, sentient rights there, and it was pretty overcrowded, and um, yeah, I, I got some more uh, training, and real-world practical application of uh, my upbringing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, also, like, I learned how to cook there. Because As one does. Otherwise, I and a few other people were going to starve to death. Okay. But, you know, eventually we managed to, like, get our way out of there, and I wandered around and put my foot down on the wrong planet, and suddenly, you know, just somehow or other learned how to control fire. That was weird. At which point I was hauled off to Alice by the wandering person who managed to, like, stumble across me and plunked me down in front of a whole bunch of books to try and figure out what the hell happened. I am not very focused when it comes to studying this. Who are you? What are you? What the fuck are you doing? How the fuck are you doing it? And, oh yes, would you like to gather intelligence for us? I punch good. I, no, no. I punch good, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I <laughs> but yes, um, so somehow my um, weapons cult um, uh, warrior is a monk who has uh, three student and two expert skills in addition to, you know, like endurance two, fight four, parry three, and vigor three. Nice. So yeah. But you know, I like rifles better. That's why I'm, I have an expert die in it, I guess. Cool. Radio. That's Tema Miles. Nice. I should go figure out a mission. 
Yes, so everyone needs to think about... Everyone will have a mission. Okay. You may have a duty. You can have a crater. I ended up with a duty based on my life path uh, choices. Uh, A duty of sustain your family's traditions. That came from the stolen birthright thing, which got me a plus one coordination, which I really wanted. <laughs> uh, um, I have find true love as a mission based off of love triangle. Um, duty is to protect and uplift the downtrodden and enslaved because uh, Kurt's howling echo uh, was formerly quite downtrodden in life. Nice. And uh, craving, well, there's there's only one way to find true love again. Let's mm, nice. be with as many people yeah, as you sleeping can. Around? I mean, <laughs> yeah. romance novels? What What's your one true path to, to life happiness here? Uh, as many partners as you can. <laughs> a shotgun ah, approach. A shotgun <laughs> approach. A shotgun approach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I should come up with a mission, right? So, again, missions can be as narrow in scope as find the scroll in the next town Mm -hmm. and as broad in scope as find true love. Um... I think my mission, I think I'm going to be, I think my mission is going to be about my actual, my actual official job for the, for the librarians, if that's okay. Absolutely. I think that's going to be my plan. Okay. And that is, if you, if you read how Stolze talks about missions, that's mm-hmm. generally how he thinks they should be used. That missions are things that you are doing in the context of the narrative of the game. Mm-hmm. While duties are things that are deeply ingrained truths about your character. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, my- cravings are just like, hey, buddy, you got a pack of smokes? There are things that will change, that will, that will cause you to do things uh, that you wouldn't otherwise do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perhaps but- to your own detriment. Absolutely. All right. So my mission sticks my is face going... in goo and develops a taste for broccoli. <laughs> my mission is going to be um, acquire valuable uh, materials for the uh, Alexandrian Library. Cool. So, um, Laura. Yes. Um, Stoic philosophy. What is the term for um, the process of continually seeking to better yourself? Uh, oh, oh God. Um, because I'm thinking of putting that in my duty or grade. The Greek word that you're looking for is architect. I was thinking about it today. Okay. There is another. No, it is Arete. A R E T 
is how it is transliterated. Mm -hmm. That is alpha rho epsilon tau epsilon. It refers to the language space occupied by the combination of concepts of flourishing, excellence, and virtue. Is that my duty or my craving? It's very egotistical. No, so I, I, that's a great. Okay, I, I would make it's the a, argument be the that best I can be is can be sub, sublimated into be noticeably peacockishly better than anyone else. Yes, but I'm going for the stoic version. What was the three it you, still you can put be. together? Say it again. What, what were the three you put together? The last um, one was virtue, virtue, excellence, and flourishing. I think you could argue that whether it should be a craving or a duty depends on how you will primarily engage with it. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, like, if, if your character uses it as an excuse to uh, put their own betterment ahead of uh, the company's welfare, that's clearly a craving. Mm -hmm. But if they use it as a way to uh, avoid corruption and temptation, that sounds like a duty. That's a duty. I think that makes sense. It's like it's kind of like what psychological, uh, like what psychological function it has in your in your mind. Like, is it something that like you feel is like a compulsion or whether it's something you feel like is a higher calling that like betters you. I was trying to capture two different aspects of the Obi-Wan type character. Um, and Cause I he's a fucking punk. Sorry. <laughs> he really isn't. He really is. Fight about this off mic. <laughs> Look, if anybody is a punk in the Star Wars universe, it's Anakin fucking Skywalker. Look, I think we can all agree that Anakin Skywalker's a blighter, a splitter, and a fucker of mothers. <laughs> I think it has to go in duty more than craving. So that you can only have one craving, and it is permanent. Like. Yes, duties can be fulfilled and changed at high XP cost. Missions will be fulfilled and will get you XP on a regular basis. Hmm. Cravings you get, and you get a bonus for them in character gen, and they're permanent and cannot be removed. I don't think I want to have a craving if that's... <laughs> particularly want to have a craving but i think i have like bad at self-care or puts other people ahead of i think just bad at self-care as a craving for a brinker is the most hilarious thing i can imagine especially if you put it in those terms because that's gonna make you the babushka of the crew no 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 you have to well eat. oh fuck. <laughs> so hmm um, can you have more? All right, never mind. I take it back. I was going. I, I was going to say that there needs to be a way. That the way it describes craving is that it's something fundamentally selfish. But uh, I could actually see a, a, a way that that is 
that that could be fundamentally selfish and in fact could be uh, imposed multiple times in any given session. Fundamentally not believing in their own self-worth and always trying to create some by taking care of everybody else ahead of themselves. Oh yeah, that's a craving like wow. What kind of bonus do I get? Because we did the life path here. Um, shit. Let's look it up. Tell us, Dolzy, how the fuck does this work? Fuck does which work? Cravings? Cravings. Uh, point by method. I mean, if you just give me a number of points, I will then turn around. Well, hold on. Hold on. Um... Missions, duties, and cravings are free, so. They are free. Yeah, because you, you can act in accordance with your craving to get a bonus or try to defy your craving to, and have a penalty. And you can only have one of each, it seems. True. At a time. Right. Uh, let me, I'm just searching it. It's advantages and disadvantages that, sorry, problems. I see. So Problems it doesn't actually have an XP thing. Yeah, it doesn't give you any. Uh... Oh, the passions. They are your passions. Yes. yes, passions. So, a craving is a character element that indicates an irrational drive towards some activity, condition, or substance. While in pursuit of a craving, a character gets plus 1d bonus to all rolls. While foregoing a craving, the character gets minus 1d penalty to all rolls. So, if I am fundamentally unconvinced of my self worth and acting to assist or um, help other people to prove it. Does this mean I can, like, get a bonus when I am, you know, trying to keep somebody else from getting stabbed? Um... Yes, you can. Okay. So, you would get a plus one in that situation. I think I'd get a plus one to parry for somebody else and a minus one to parry for myself. Yes, that's how I would play that. Here's I'm how the willing. passions work. Whenever you're in the direct pursuit of a passion, whether that's a mission, a duty, or a crit, um, you add a die to your pull. If you're in the pursuit of two passions, you add two. If you're obeying all three, you get add three. Alternatively, instead of adding dice, you can offset penalties. Um, the downside is if you're acting against a passion, is that you lose a die from your pool. The more passions you resist, the more indecisive and unsure you become, and the more your dice pool suffers. It's perfectly possible, hell desirable, to have your passions conflict. Rule-wise, they just cancel out, but it makes for good characterization. Duties, missions, and cravings do not cost anything. In theory, they're just as likely to harm you as help. They're really there to reward you for staying in character, or punish you for going astray. And I was absolutely going to insist on passions because I think they're hilarious. What are problems here? Um, problems. Uh, it says here. Uh, uh, problem. when, anytime your problem affects play, gain extra XP at the end of the session. 
Yes. Yes. So, like, my character has both one-eyed and hated rival. So, anytime that um, I fail a roll with um, because I had minus one D to any sight rolls or any rolls that involve sight, I gain an experience. And anytime when Adam uses my rival trainer against me, um, and they act against me, it's not just that they're in the scenario i gained an extra experience point cool you can have as many problems you can have up to three problems where do you put the problems you put them under advantages and esoteric disciplines uh basic character info upper left oh i see oh yeah i have a i have a problem too that's right i forgot about it my problem is unwholesome the first time i meet someone they roll their eerie pool uh, basically they, and if they have a success on their eerie, then I creep them out. <laughs> There's something wrong about me. <laughs> that, that came from surviving the occult ritual. <laughs> you make the Lord very nervous. They're like, uh, yeah, something wrong about that guy. Uh, one thing that you should all make sure that you have is a sentient companion. Right. As otherwise, the plot hook of the campaign literally doesn't function. Mm. If what? What? Stupidly forgiving. How badly are you going to hit me with it? Say what? Stupidly forgiving. Constant. Sentient companion just means like a person we care a lot about, right? Yes, part of the company. Right. It's part or not. They could also just be a a a a camp follower or. Yeah. And this needs to be somebody who doesn't fall into one of the other, like, sort of relationship roles. So it probably can't be my patron, right? No, no. no. Having your patron kidnapped by the Immortal Masters is likely to uh, gin up uh, more out of Alice than yeah. I think is going to be narratively appropriate. Yeah. Okay. So where should we note this sort of stuff down? Um. Shit. That's a really good question. Um, if you'll just make a note underneath your stats and skills about who this care who this person is and what role they play on the ship or in your crew. Uh, that is an excellent segue for making your company. So, quite frankly, we're not going to bother with goals. Because whatever goals you put in there are going to get nuked out of existence as soon mm-hmm. as we start the campaign. Yeah, it makes sense. So, we're just not going to. However, each of you, including Dan, and we'll figure out which one Dan wants to do, has one point that you could put towards the company's strength. That is influence, might, sovereignty, territory, and treasure. Um, I'm going to say that at least one of those must be treasure. And that out of that treasure, you have financed a ship. Which is going to be an asset. Now, 
you can say that the benefit of that asset is that when you have your ship, your might goes up plus one. Could it? It also covers like shelter and yes. housing. And- yeah, like your ship is not just like your caravan; it's all the things. We we grow our own food. Yeah. So y'all think about that. I'm gonna go pee. Are we limited to the, the problems that are listed in the book? Absolutely not. Hmm. So should we put our our names down in the country leaders box here? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I probably. So. Uh, but I haven't decided on name, and may come back to that post yeah. recording. Put your uh, just put your your own name in there. <laughs> we have a have a list going. Uh, Hell, I'm still trying to pick a martial path, but I'll come uh, back to that later too. I think it's complicated. Path? Uh, one one of my backgrounds, uh, the gladiator <laughs> background, gives me in addition to plus three weapon, uh, and I still haven't decided if that's going to be spear or rifle. Probably rifle. We'll see. Uh, also gives me the first point in a martial path related to either that weapon, dodge or parry. So I, I need to read those up, find out what they are, and pick one, which is clearly going to be deeply uncompelling radio so that's why i'm not doing it right now fair enough so i kind of missed what adam was saying about the ship i did not understand the mechanics involved oh i still don't understand the mechanics of of our (laughs) ship either all of us have a point to put towards our company donate to toward the company okay to to improve the company sure there are Five things that are used to describe a company in mechanical terms. Yes, I see on the right hand side. Yeah. That's my sovereignty territory. And those things start in page 81. Thank you, Greg. You're oh, thanks. Um, because of how Kurt is and with his wealth, I can be the uh, point of treasure since he is a patron. Okay. I'm just not sure what we what we want or need. Like, I'm still not clear on how what territory and sovereignty are. That's what I'm going for. So if you go down five, it explains them uh, starting on page eighty one and going down eighty one. Okay, hold up. Height is a crude gauge of a company's martial prowess. Um, it would describe like security officers we have besides you know. The four of us. Um, um, Treasure is our money that we can access. Influence Influence is like a renown. What people think. How much we know and how easily we can learn it. That could be like our. our network of people we like go to to find information. Kind hmm. thing. Uh, territory is like our holdings slash sphere of influence. 
And so it is possible for you all to have territory zero. Um, and as long as you have these influence, I mean, thing. Um, sovereignty is sovereignty is our society's inner strength. It's our loyalty to the company and its leaders, not us, the NPC. Yep. No, that can be. You. Um, I was saying while you were gone, since I'm Kurt is kind of the patron of Alice, he, he, he can be the one with the point of treasure. As the one providing the point of treasure. Oh, sorry. sorry. I kind of yawned my way through that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you did. So, cool. You don't need narrative reasons for this. This is okay. a... Is it current or permanent? permanent? It'll go into permanent. Okay. Okay, so... Somebody fucked with my, my beautiful... I'll put a point into influence, I think. Because okay, I have some like people I know. Yeah. Um, I shall put a point into sovereignty for group cohesion. Yes. I think as a theoretical spy organization, um, having tight loyalty to our parent organization would be good for you know us not dying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Basically, Jared, I am lobbying you for more sovereignty. <laughs> I I agree. Uh, I I've been reading up what the different quality levels are, and it seems like sovereignty is. I mean, I, honestly, I think influencing sovereignty, sovereignty are going to be most long-term valuable. But I think that's right. I think we really want to get to three reasonably quickly, but. We'll see what um, Dan suggests. Yeah, that's right. right So what is the name of you all's ship going to be? And you know what? I'm going to say that, like, the first three rows here are going to be just for the ship. And I want you all to talk about, I want you all to describe it in loving detail. Hmm. So our ship. <laughs> Is it just called our ship, like our how, land? No. Hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm trying to. I'm looking at some random name generations to see if anything sparks. He, anything. Ethan had something. Ethan had something. Oh, you did. did? I? Okay. I didn't have started. something. No, I did not have something. Uh, <laughs> I no. I was, I was just introducing the conversation. Um, so, how big is the ship? I think we should have a freighter a smaller freighter so it's um plausible for us to be small time haulers or merchants that are expected to um be self-sufficient from port to port Mm -hmm. so it's it's a medium freighter it can haul cargo. It has decks devoted specifically to um, food. And it has security. Mm-hmm. But not like... We're not military. Obviously. I like this description. Obviously. Go ahead. 
that that I like that. That that's that's a good description. Uh, so, um, how do we feel about the Harlequin? Um, nose? Little on the nose. That's well. I I wasn't sure. I was thinking of something more literary. Do so it. why don't we call him Ishmael? Go on. I'm sorry, what? So why don't we call him Ishmael? Ooh, I like it. Ishmael's not <laughs> bad. Are we thinking sort of conceptually somewhere on the sort of size or operational capability of like, I don't know, like the Firefly from what you call to uh, the Millennium Falcon. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, the Serenity from Fireflies was thinking that sort of... So, like, it could be run by a crew that consists only of us. But in this case, isn't. Mm, it could be, but it doesn't function as well, and we have other people on board. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say, though, that that is going to... 20 to 30 people max? Max. And that that's going to be tight quarters. And that's going to put a pretty hard limit on your might unless you get another ship. Okay. Or trade up ships. Or trade up ships. I'm okay with that at this point. I'm sure things will change over the course of the campaign. Remind me, how... How... Wait. First... Is the Alexandrian library still called Alexandria by the time yes. that we're playing? Okay. Yes. So its name hasn't changed. All right. Right. Too bad Alexandria would be a great ship name, but that would be weird. Well, I don't know. The lighthouse. Weird. Hold on. Um, it's only a little weird. I mean, I could imagine uh, somebody in our real world naming a boat Paris. <laughs> why not the why not the lighthouse or something lighthouse shaped? Hmm. Lighthouse isn't bad. The beacon. Beacon is good. Beacon's good. Um, if we want to name it after librarians, those are available. Like Hippolyta. The Gutenberg. The Jefferson is not allowed. No. <laughs> Gutenberg. Hmm. Less like of a, a librarian. More of a yeah. print. Yeah. I like all these ideas. <laughs> Hypatia is who I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, what are those called? Hypatia, Neoplatonist philosopher, astronomer, and mathematician. Ooh. Yeah. Philosophy and astronomy. Oh, her. Right. Yep. Hypatia's pretty good. Uh, that's a bit of Hypatia's, a mouthful. Hypatia's um, astrolab? What? For the ship name. Hypatia's astrolab or something otherwise related to astronomy? Well, do we want to be that loud, that long? The Hypatia is a, is a perfectly reasonable ship name. Sure. Uh, the other one I was thinking of is uh, the Buccaneist. 
they're the books they're the booksellers that have those stalls all throughout Paris that sell used books. Oh, that sounds cool. It, it in terms How's of that uh, one second. Who can you? Uh, I was looking up. I've not. I've not heard that. Like it. They've been selling books along the Seine for centuries. Cool. Well, would that be our ship name or could it be our company name? Or is it going to be basically the same thing? Possibly our, our cover name. Yeah, we will probably want a, a cover name. and That's that's pretty good. Oh, true. True, true, true. Let, let's use the Hypatia for the ship. And Bucanese Ooh, as, our, okay, there is... as our company's cover name. Yeah. There, there, I, I do want to bring up one other potential thing. Listening. Saint Lawrence. Hmm. Tell me on it. Uh, Saint Lawrence is apparently a patron saint of librarians. Hmm. Doesn't have that specific connection to Alexandria that Hypatia does. Correct. I would vote Hypatia. I'm okay with Hypatia. <laughs> I just wanted to stir the pot first. Fair enough. Hypatia's just fine. I feel like in universe, um, uh, Silent Reading and I can um, tell like the company the tie to this very, very, very old um, uh, librarian and why mm-hmm. it's relevant to us as you know members of the Alexandrian Library and to like mm-hmm. everybody else. Nobody will understand the reference, and we can tell them it's a flower or something. Well, also, <laughs> don't forget there is no Earth in this plane of existence, so we can Sorry, just there never... is no. There is no Earth in this plane of existence, so we can just do whatever we want. Yeah, no, that's true. I like it. So, sounds like yeah, we have our our. We have our company name. We have our ship name. Mm-hmm. Got all of our. We have four of the five points in strength. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else we need, Adam? Um, I would like to work with you off mic to find a problem for my character. <laughs> oh boy. I'm sure we can make that happen. Uh, cool. Then. We need to work with Dan to get his character pulled together, get his point allocated into the acquisitions division. And this is this is acquisitions division squad bucanist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh god, we're the B squad. Yeah, you're the B squad. Is that a problem? I mean, <laughs> if, couldn't you look at our point spreads and figure that out? Um, and I think we will come back together for session one in in a few weeks a length of time sounds good Um, so as far as uh, as far as like uh, like party roles to the extent that's even a thing in this campaign what would you say Dan might think about uh, focusing on 
Or should he just go random like the rest of us and have fun? <laughs> I like the second a lot. Mm-hmm. If um, he wants to. Um, I feel you like want. so we have an astrogator. We have a. Although I'm not as good at it as I would like to be. A medium hitter. Uh, you have a talker. Uh, you have some medic. Mm-hmm. I've got. I think what you're missing I think is missing straight up thief. Yes, yeah, I, I mean I have a lot of stealth. Okay, maybe not though. And climbing and dodging such. Um, command? Yeah, I have nothing in command, literally. Yeah, I have inspire and perform, and that's it. I, I feel that's like you all need got. a better... Maybe some overlap face with um, engineer. Somebody who solves technical mm. problems. Yeah, we, we need do to need them. engineering. Yeah. That is not the type of... Hmm. Someone with like repair skills and hacking and well, with my three in computers, I probably can do some decent hacking and counter hacking and repair. Yeah, but that's a good point. Wait, did I miss that you got three? In co- I totally missed that you had a three in computers. Where did that? When did that happen? Um, the three in computers is replacing. My three in sorcery. Yeah. Ah, okay. Does anybody have straight up strategy and tactics? Uh, I have one point in neither. Zero. I have one point in tactics, but none in strategy. Uh, And I think strategy is the smaller scale one. Tactics is small scale. Strategy is the overall one. Then this checks out. Yeah, tact- I have tactics, but no strategy. Okay. Um, I think I am also the person who, like, keeps the ship supplies up. Uh, not that I go buy them, because I have... The bursar. Bursar. I, ha- I have no haggle and no charm skills. Well, you're definitely not that. Somebody else does that for me. I just put together <laughs> the list. Because I literally have three in logistics. You're the I know that character. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is I, did, I did not notice that. Okay, so I actually have... Okay, interesting. So perform is actually across t- coordination and command. Oh, interesting. I see that. I didn't notice that. Okay, so I actually have two in that. Okay. Okay. Anything else we need to cover tonight? Uh, I don't know. Anything else? Are we done? I think that is a session zero. Uh, I do want to one last thing I do want to ask, I'm sorry, because I just thought of it, is are there any X cards 
that people want to call out now for stuff that we just don't want to fucking deal with during this campaign. With the caveat that the campaign starts with the Immortal Masters, who are slavers, rapists, destroyers, despoilers, and just all around awful, awful fuckers. I would prefer to downplay sexual violence. Mm. It doesn't have to not be a thing at all, but like... Not graphic? Yeah. Ideally not like a major thing. Legit. Well, I think that's reasonable. It exists. Like it can become a plot point, but it's not cool. overt. Um, graphic violence against children? Yep. Um, I am... Uh, like Ethan, I'm not saying that children should never be in peril. I just don't want to go throw up. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing I can think of off the top of my head. All right. Well, to me. with those in mind, we can mention it within the next week or two. Yep. Awesome. Makes sense. Thank you all. Very helpful. And I'm now going to go figure out the hell I'm going to do to you. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this. Should be good. This, is yep. be fun. this should be interesting. Cool. Thanks, y'all. Have right. a good night. Good night, Good night, Aaron. Good night.